Hello and welcome to Daily Interlake News Now. I'm your host, Taylor Inman. We're taking a look at some of last week's biggest headlines and what's coming up for the Flathead Valley. In this week's Deep Dive segment, I learn about Kalispell Chamber's Lemonade Day by chatting with Chamber Workforce and Special Initiatives Director Jennifer Cronk and last year's Lemonade Day Youth Entrepreneur of the Year winner, Wyatt Seals. They'll tell us how to step up our lemonade game for this year's event. But first, here's some headlines. Glacier National Park opened its gates to eager crowds of visitors on Tuesday, many surprised that they could drive the length of the Going to the Sun Road by mid-June. At Logan Pass, one of Glacier's most popular spots, cars looped around the bustling parking lot multiple times before finding a place to park. Despite the crowds, not much dampened the spirits of those who were surprised by the Sun Road's early opening. The road typically opens fully between late June and mid-July. According to Glacier National Park's records, Logan Pass has opened as early as May 16th, which occurred during the summer of 1987. On the same year, it closed on November 16th. After a speedy spring snowmelt, this season's opening is the earliest since 2005. Kona and Sierra Franks Ongoy said they were returning to Helena on Wednesday after celebrating their baby moon in the park. Expecting their first child in the fall, they planned a trip that mainly involved paddling around Lake McDonald, but were excited to have a chance to drive the Sun Road. It's not their first trip to Glacier, but it's been years since they last visited. For all the reasons we like it, it's wonderful, and um, for all the reasons I feel like maybe it's been a while since I came up here, like traffic and things, like that happens too, but... uh, but it, yeah, it's certainly beautiful. So. Though the area has less snow compared to previous openings, there was still enough to cover the majority of the Hidden Lake Overlook Trail. This is typical, and visitors came prepared to meet the occasion with sleds. Like the many ground squirrels at Logan Pass who began emerging from their dens like clockwork, the arrival of human crowds is another sign that the summer season is in full swing at Glacier National Park. The Hidden Lake Trail will be closed from the Overlook to Hidden Lake until June 15th due to bear activity near the lake. The Heinlein Trail remains closed due to snow hazards, according to park officials. The Sun Road reservations are required for vehicles through September 10th from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m., and visitors should be aware of ongoing construction along the road and in other areas of the park, as well as hazards along the going to the Sun Road, such as falling rocks. For more information, go to www.mps.gov glac. The U.S. Department of Education for Civil Rights is investigating Kalispell Public Schools regarding Title IX complaints of two types of discrimination, sexual violence and retaliation. School officials either declined to comment on the investigation or said they had no details about the complaints, but an attorney representing the families of students who reported hazing on the Glacier High School wrestling team in the 2021-2022 through 2022 academic year said the invest- investigation stems from those allegations. Michael Bliven of the Bliven Law Firm told the Interlake that the complaints arose from allegations of sexual assault among members of the wrestling team on buses and hotels during the 2021 through 2022 school year, as well as subsequent incidents of retaliation into 2023. Bliven represents two students, one a victim and the other a witness, and their parents. Bliven said in a June 6 email, quote, The U.S. Department of Education Civil Rights Division is investigating the assaults in the Glacier Wrestling Program and the district's handling of the matters and failure to take meaningful corrective action. Federal officials launched the investigations on April 11th. 
The attorney representing the school district, Elizabeth Kaliva of Kaliva Law Office, said administrators are cooperating with investigators. She said the school district received a letter notifying them of the investigation, but not the contents of the complaint. A person may submit a Title IX complaint to the U.S. Department of Education Office of Civil Rights when they believe an issue hasn't been resolved through an institution's grievance procedure. Following the revelation of the allegations, school district officials launched an internal investigation. According to Superintendent Micah Hill, the school has taken and will continue to take disciplinary action in line with their policies and Montana law. Subsequent disciplinary hearings held by the Board of Trustees resulted in three student suspensions from extracurricular activities. Students were given the opportunity to be eligible to resume extracurriculars upon completion of programming at the Center for Restorative Youth Justice in Kalispell. According to Kaliva, the school district conducted a second Title IX investigation, which has since concluded. Find our full report on the investigation at dailyinterlake.com. The State Parks and Recreation Board voted unanimously on Tuesday to release the remainder of $2 million available for further development of the recently opened Summers Beach State Park. After a brief presentation by Hope Stockwell of the Parks and Recreation Division at Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, the board approved the costs associated with proposed amenities, which have already undergone public scoping and comments. According to Stockwell, this is the second round of developments for the site after the state acquired the property in October 2021. The proposed improvements include paving the road entrance and existing parking lot, adding double vault latrines, adding two host sites, the creation of a small administration building, adding three rustic cabins on the park's west side, and completing more dynamic beach work. If funds are still available, the agency will potentially add a hand launch site for non-motorized watercraft and a picnic area. After looking at funding and public comments, the agency is nixing the installation of flush toilets, an entry station, a playground, and hiking or biking trails. The money was authorized by the 2021 Montana Legislature and through public donations made by the Montana State's Park Foundation and the Flathead Land Trust, according to the final environmental assessment. A timeline for the project has not yet been released. Most everyone out there has fond memories of being a kid and setting up a lemonade stand. For Lemonade Day, that concept is taking one step further. To learn more about it, I sat down to chat with Kalispell Chamber of Commerce Workforce and Special Initiatives Director Jennifer Kronk and last year's Lemonade Day Youth Entrepreneur of the Year, Wyatt Seals. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having us. All right, so I thought a good place to start would be how many years have you guys been doing Lemonade Day? The Council Chamber uh, first heard about Lemonade Day back in 2019 at a national chamber conference, and we actually uh, introduced it here then starting in 2020. So this will be our fourth year with the Lemonade Day uh, event and program. Cool. Um, can you kind of explain what it is for people who aren't familiar with it? Sure, thanks. So Lemonade Day is a youth entrepreneurship program, and, you know, we we're just delighted to bring this here to the area because it really is a great way for kids to do an event, something that a lot of kids love to do, which is make money and to have a lemonade stand. But it helps provide them all the lessons about how do I go about doing this and how do I get the money to get the the ingredients, um, where am I going to put my stand, what's that stand look like, uh, how will people know about it, what are my ingredients. So it's a very good program that helps wrap around all of those lessons in a really fun, exciting way in an event that gets the kids just really thrilled to go out there and be our young entrepreneurs. 
Oh, that's awesome. So from the chamber's perspective, uh, why do you put this on for kids? Well, the chamber is a business organization, and we are very, very involved in a lot of work around workforce development and education. And a lot of our programs that we're involved in probably hit a little bit older into high school, adults, all the way up through retirees, right? We just had a retiree workforce event with a number of our partners here back in the spring and, of course, work with the Daily Interlake on the job fair as well as our other partners. But we didn't really have a program that spoke to our youngest uh, entrepreneurs or future business owners. And so we thought this is really a great program that um, comes along for the summertime, which is a great time for kids to have a nice project to focus on after school is out and really is helping develop their skills. Um, It encourages them to put together a business plan. Uh, gets them thinking about all the elements of running a successful business and ultimately also encourages them to spend some, which of course is their hard-earned money, uh, but to also save some, which is an important skill. And most importantly, I think, uh, as any great business does, is to give some, to give back to the community. So it's a, I would say, a, just such a well-rounded program. So we've that, that's why we have brought it here to the Valley. So why it was the Entrepreneur of the Year last year, um, what did you learn from Lemonade Day when you did it last year? I don't have my little sister running around the stand. The last time she almost made like half the donut holes fall. <laughs> All right, so too many cooks in the kitchen on that one. And you mentioned that um, when you had your stand last year, you wish you maybe would have gotten the word out about it a little bit more? Um, yep. Yeah? Because... Um, like down our our road, the, if we if you put a sign up, like people won't really read it. They'll just pay ten. They'll just pay attention to other stuff, and just zip on by it them. So they don't. Yeah, they honestly don't really don't pay attention to signs at the end of the, our road. Yeah, probably because it's a dead end. Uh yeah, I could see that. I could see that. In, in your opinion, what, what do you think makes takes a lemonade stand above and beyond? Um, like having friends help you and like and people who help and support you because most of the time if there's no one to sub- help you support your stand or work or whatever you're doing, um, like... For some people, they'll lose confidence or think they can't do it or their bus- and their business might just not do that well. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and I'm interested about the lemonade makeup and the, like, you mentioned you had donut holes last year. Oh, yeah. How did you have the idea to do donut holes? Um, honestly, I didn't. That was my mom. I thought we were just going to do a lemonade. Um, I forgot if... If my mom chose to have multiple different flavors of lemonade, or if I did. Oh, so you had multiple flavors of lemonade, too. That's yeah, a good idea. I did. I think I tried them all. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think. Do you remember what they were? Um, pink lemonade, lemonade, black cherry lemonade, which we're have, using again this year. And donut holes. Um, but this year we're, make, um, we're replacing the donut holes with muffins. But we're making a multi-flavor muffins. Um, I forgot if they were big or small. But um, we're going to do 
blueberry muffins, I think it was. Well, muffins is are good. That's that's definitely going to draw some people in. And all the different flavors of lemonade, that probably looks really nice on the table. Um, well, cool. Um, so has this experience sparked anything in you to do, like, other kinds of businesses um, or other kind of pursuits? Continue lemonade day, see how many times I can win it before I... Like stop doing it. Um, but besides that, I'll I'll like mow my own lawn. Um, I'll try to walk, start dog walking business, but my parents haven't let me. And um, my brother with mowing won't let me mow any of the clients that he doesn't mow anymore. So you might have to wait till you're a, bl- a little bit older for other business ventures. It sounds like it sounds yeah. like your brother's got a. Uh, oh, what's it called? It's all locked up right now. Yeah, my, on the market. Yeah. yeah, my brother thinks I'm not ready for it, but he, because I don't, because I don't really know a lot about it, because he won't bother to teach me anything. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. So, Jen, uh, where can you find the lemonade stands? Are they going to be in, like, one area, or where are they going to be? That's a great question. Um One of the really great things about having uh, Lemonade Day Flathead being the entire Flathead County is that kids can participate from anywhere in Flathead County, and they can set up their stands anywhere in Flathead County. Uh, So if it's convenient for them to have them at their house or in their neighborhood, or maybe they're doing a community or yard sale at their place, they can have it there, but they can also uh, approach local businesses and ask if they might get permission to set up there, especially if maybe that would be a better location for them. The community can support all these kids by um, two different ways of finding out about where the stands will be. The Daily Interlake is going to list uh, stands and their locations um, in a full-page ad, I believe, on the 23rd in that uh, Friday edition of the paper. And those will be stands that have already been loaded in uh, by earlier in the week. But there's also the most up-to-date on the day of, because we know sometimes people get registered kind of last minute or uh, decide, you know, that that today's the day. Um, If you go to LemonadeDay.org slash Flathead, and on our Lemonade Day Flathead website, there's a tab called Stands, and there's Right there, if you click that, it'll show all the stand locations, the names. It's on a map, the address, the name of the business, and their business hours. So that'll be the best way for folks to find that. You can just look it up right on your phone, lemonadeday.org slash flathead, and just look for the stands tab and see all the locations. Awesome. What would you say to kids to get them to join Lemonade Day this year? So (laughs) Lemonade Day is a chance for kids to... Learn how to start a good business if they want to start making money or if they want to hang out with their friends, which they can do or they can do it by themselves. Um, well, it teaches them how to be independent and that in the teamwork how, and how to like earn other, like, other people's trust because most of the time, um, People, if they don't trust you, they'll ju- they might not want to go to your stand. So, Jen, how can kids sign up for this? So, they um, their 
uh, parent or whomever is signing them up would go to the lemonadeday.org slash flathead. And uh, first, the parent, the adult would sign up, and the Lemonade Lingo is, is a mentor. So they sign up first, and then it'll send them a confirmation email that they click on. And from there, they can go ahead and add their kids and get the code uh, to download the app, and the kids can start learning right away. And so tell me what they're going to learn when they download that app. So the Lemonade Day app is just really fantastic. It walks them through each and every lesson that they need to open a successful business. And really, I would say for <laughs> any ba- you know basic business, even as an adult, these <laughs> lessons that they are learning, right? Who's your investor, right? Identifying the investor, making your budget, identifying the supplies, your, your product, advertising, all of those things. Uh, the My Lemonade Day app will walk them through all of those lessons so that they are ready for a successful launch on Lemonade Day. Gotcha. Awesome. All right. Well, Lemonade Day is June 24th. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. To learn more about Lemonade Day and how to sign up, go to LemonadeDay.org. Now it's time to take a look at what events are coming up this week. Remember, you can find karaoke nights, art classes, live music, and anything community-related by going to dailyinterlake.com events. And for business owners and event organizers out there, it is totally free to sign up and start posting your events for the entire region to see. The Big Sky Chapter of the Antique and Classic Boat Society is pleased to announce their 11th annual Whitefish Woody Weekend. The event, hosted by the Lodge at Whitefish Lake, will take place June 23rd through the 25th. The show is recognized as one of the premier classic boat shows in the Pacific Northwest. Always a favorite with locals and visitors alike, thousands gather to soak up a little bit of history and feel the romance of a bygone era as they wander through rows of mahogany boats. The public is encouraged to join the fun on the lake or on the beaches, decks and docks around the lake for the Friday evening cruise, or to view and enjoy the boats up close and meet with owners on June 24th, beginning at 9 a.m. at the Lodge at Whitefish Lake Marina. For more information, please contact Tim Salt at 406-862-5085. Don't forget to buy your tickets for the 4th Annual Flathead Food Truck Festival at the Flathead County Fairgrounds on Friday, June 23rd and Saturday, June 24th. Running from noon to 9 p.m., 45-plus food trucks ranging from the savory to the sweet will set up shop at the Flathead County Fairgrounds. It's a family-friendly event with nonstop live music, games, and activities. The event also features eating contests, cornhole, and a bounce house. Tickets are $9 at the gate. Keep an eye on the Flathead Food Truck Festival social media pages for discount codes. For more information, go to the event page at dailyinterlake.com events. On Thursday, June 22nd, the North Valley Music School presents Tall Tales and Tall Songs, an evening of songs with Bill Rossiter at the Northwest Montana History Museum in Kalispell. For an afternoon of story and song, join Rossiter and friends as they tell the tale of Lewis and Clark, who wandered through Montana dreaming of a Northwest Passage. Then they went home. Homesteaders, hunters, adventurers, and gold seekers following a different kind of dream wandered into the West, too. And they stayed, braving the wilderness with hand tools, ox-drawn wagons, and a bucket of hope. These travelers started out singing hopeful songs about the land of milk and honey. By the time they'd settled on their claims, they were singing homemade and often hilarious songs about alkali water, grasshopper plagues, leaky sod huts, and sharing a bed with a chummy centipede. Thanks to a grant from Humanities Montana, the event is free to attend. Doors open at 5.30 and songs begin at 6. 
Find details for these events at more at dailyinterlake.com slash events. Thanks for joining us. News Now is a podcast from the Daily Interlake. We're proud to be the largest news gathering operation in the region and the oldest newspaper in the Valley. Consider becoming a subscriber to support our work. Call circulation at 406-755-7018 or go to the Manage Subscription tab in the top right corner of our website. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube channel to never miss an episode of the pod. Everybody stay safe and have a great week.